Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support anytime you don't have to hide how you feel you in a ludicrous mood today i was just actually i'm <laughs> never in a ludicrous mood you doing whole activities with whole tendencies holes are your friends holes are your enemies i haven't been in a ludicrous mood since seventh or eighth grade I used to love Luda's misogynistic ass. Oh, I love that shit. Move, bitch. You honestly could not tell me one fucking thing when that song oh, came so animated. I was so aggressive on the highway when that song was on in my car. My I was God. just under pressure because I didn't know what to say. Ooh. And I said, say the first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> and that's what it was. Well, I loved it. Okay. That well, was Luda at his peak. So thank you for that. I'm, uh, oof. I was going to say I'm ludicrous. I'll be word of mouth. I'll be uh, karma. Okay. And this and is the read. this is the read. <laughs> um, hey. Hey, friend. What's up? Uh, happy birthday to Sante. Sante's birthday was yesterday. Yes. We stayed up so late. And ate sugar and bullshit. <laughs> right. Ridiculousness. Um, shout out to the weather coming around slowly but surely. Playing with our emotions because it was 70 for like two days and then it dropped back down to like 30. 40. Right. And now my allergies are going in between chilling out and okay, acting the fucked up. Okay, just me. No. Mm-mm. My okay. allergies are doing the fucking most. My eyelid was swollen for three days, nigga. Well, it's like 60-something <sighs> today, so we're doing nice. Right. Um, no so reasons shout to out complain. To <laughs> I guess. Um, Black Excellence. Hey, man. This week, there's a nine-year-old girl by the name of Anaya Lee Willibus. And I want to say that I did that name. Like, I really feel like I'm very confident that I said that right, even though I'm probably wrong. Okay. But either way, she's nine. She's awesome. She's from Brooklyn. And she's now the youngest published author of a chapter book in U.S. history. Because last year, she published a book called... Why don't I have the fucking... I just I just bought the damn book. <laughs> Stop playing with me, Chrome. Move. You cannot be frozen right now. This, I am at work! This happens to you every episode. Your Chrome decides to the just day Mohan. <laughs> I just bought the book. The Day Mohan Found His Confidence. Oh, amen. You can get it on Amazon as well. It's 46 pages. She loves to read. She's super adorable. And she's out here doing things. Um, Her mother says that she's much like a regular girl in every other sense. And that she fights and eats um, high fructose corn syrup. And like takes a nap on the couch and all of that other stuff. Mm -hmm. But she's also like out here changing the game. And I think that at nine for me, I was still sneaking into the kitchen and eating the powdered (laughs) Kool-Aid. 
out of the container Almost and definitely. getting in trouble for I it. I was still trying to hide my beats and my napkin and then pretend like I had to throw it away in the middle of dinner. Like, I was yeah, still uh, very childish. Because beets? <laughs> Gross. Right. And my mama was, like, rude about it. She was one of them, if you're not going to eat them this week, you're going to eat them in two weeks, bitch. Oh, like, absolutely. You will eat these fucking beets. Yeah. It, they will be consumed. You're not leaving the table. That's how she was. So, big shout out to Brooklyn and Anaya Lee. Amen. Congratulations. Like I said, it's like... It's so beautiful. Like like 10 bucks or something on there. I don't even know if it was that much. So, go and get it for you, your kid, and so on and so forth. These young black kids out here, so brilliant. Right here, too. Like, local. Yep. That's great. Right across the bridge. Right across that bridge. Literally. (laughs) Um... Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. So this week... Fuck, I had a good one. Oh, it's not in This Week and I Love Bread? Should that just be the name of the That's fucking That's what you shit? said it was going to be. I thought you meant that. Oh, I forgot I said that. You made that we... fucking Instagram video. <laughs> what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Did you make it? Because it looks like you. It has you written all of Okay, so you that. did. All right. I mean, because Oprah, what are you talking about? <laughs> like She is talking about carbohydrates we know this she eats it every day 
Well, fine. The shit should be, can be called I Love Bread Again this week. I low-key keep waiting on you to scream, bitch, you guessed it again in my ear because I just you know, know like, that you are. Because you know what? I knew it. it and I knew it because that's exactly how petty I your ass is. Did. I knew it. And you love to be childish. And there have been requesting it. No. See? People have been asking for bitch, you guessed it to make a return. <sighs> and I have been telling them, like, no, I'm not going to continue to do that to my sister. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I've just completely moved past that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm a bigger and better person. Oh, okay. I'm a better place in my life. Oh, all right. And I just don't feel like that is necessary. So you've risen above it. Absolutely. Okay. I'm not, you know, that's the K Michelle of my past. And I'm completely, <laughs> I'm completely like, I'm on a new level. Like, I'm moved, I've so moved you, on. You've ascended from that phase in your life. Right. Yeah, no. Okay. You know, everything, you so. even good things come to an end. But you still thought about it, though. I did consider it. <laughs> But for nostalgia, for nostalgia. I already know one day you're going to do it. That's why I just stay ready. You know what? And that's how we feel about like a Destiny's Child like reunion yes. tour. And you know, it's just, it may happen, it that's may not. That's how I feel about Beyonce and this album I check title three or four times a day because oh, no, I that's just gonna know happen. this bitch is just, she. that's how crafty she is. And you know, that's and another that's part of the reason are. why I almost did it because you know, being a <laughs> right. fan of Beyonce, right. you know, you love and just a walking drop. in my Beyonce, I feel like oh, okay. it's just better you know to just keep them guessing and in keep your personal Beyonce journey and just okay you know keep it As moving you walk like in that. her footsteps but today's not the day for that and next week is probably not the week for it and you know, <laughs> never going to happen it's just you know I've I've moved on okay you truly haven't but I just want you to know that I am ready just so okay. you know that's that fine. I know all right speaking of moving on um Sierra <laughs> why <laughs> It was like as soon as we got out the studio, this happened. So Sierra and Russell Wilson are engaged and they chose to uh, report live from that island that the Golden Girls got stranded on that one time. <laughs> the the island that ended up when being they, the resort behind the hotel? Right. Okay. And they were reporting live from there, and they said, like, oh, he was like, she said yes, and she was like, <laughs> and then showed off, like, this giant ring. Yes. I mean, the, it was massive. It was. She didn't even have to do too much showing off. That ring showed itself off. Really? It, it crept up from the perimeter, like, you gonna see me today. Like, she gonna I'm get carpal tunnel. <laughs> Like, like, that for ring real, is ridiculous. That, my God. Okay, Russell, I understand. Like, all right, sir, because that is impressive. That is a big-ass ring. Um, I'm happy for her. Uh, yeah. My first thought is congratulations. Absolutely. It must have been really hard to be that close to somebody that fine and not smash, not once. I f- <laughs> sure, absolutely. And you know what? I mean, if they're even still doing that, I'm glad they've stopped talking to us about their sex lives. I'm hoping they're going to keep that going. Right, because, like, the first thing that comes to my mind when he's, like, she said yes is, like, oh, okay, well, that means he finally gets to fuck. And I feel like a lot of people, like, headlines were, like, Russell Wilson finally gets to dive in. Oh, no. That's not what that means. Russell and Sierra (laughs) finally get to do the do. Like, Let me tell you something. If if you would have just never told us your goddamn business in the first place, then we would have never even had to think about that. And that's the number one thing we'd be talking about. Like, if you do not put your business out there, then it just makes it so much easier to not respond when people are talking about your life or for people to not have nothing to say about you in the first place. But if they're serious about this whole, like, Steph and Aisha Curry life, 
life that they're trying to live. Then, Have at it. Then you know what? More power to you. But I bet them getting engaged is not enough for them to have sex like they will wait until they are legally married i really do believe that oh yeah no i do think that they're gonna wait until they're married you yeah. might as well but a Shit. lot of people and y'all think- only been together since <laughs> what what how long i don't know it just seems since like one run of those special edition lays i don't know no it's just like okay truffle fries okay. is coming out all right i just don't know nobody out of high school got- who's willing to be in a non-sexual relationship i just don't there so. are plenty of people who are just like right but they're the type devout. that's why I call it the Aisha and Steph type because they're the type who could do something else but they will volunteer to do vacation Bible school in the summer even though they are teenagers they will like volunteer to do stuff with the church and they are just super involved in the church life well like I've said about this relationship from the beginning it just gave me very like pictures and yeah. you know, red carpet, and oh, hey guys, look where we're brunching together. We're so in love. <laughs> Instagram moments, right? And it wasn't even until a couple of weeks ago that I was like, oh, Russell Wilson is kind of a prize, not like looking wise, right. and like, oh, like he's kind of out here. Like, okay, I get it, Sierra, and now they're getting engaged. <laughs> I'm happy for them. You know, I still think that Sierra should get pregnant. She should have a baby. She should name, uh, hopefully, her present. Um, so do you think it's real now? Okay. <laughs> because that was like five seconds of dead air. I think that, you know... Um... <laughs> You're trying so hard to say something nice. <laughs> because I'm just tired of beating up on Sierra. Like, you know, right. like you're doing nice. Let her win. Right. It's not like you're doing that. You're not being crazy out here or nothing. You're sharing more of your business than I care about. But that's fine, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you're happy, then I'm happy. And I feel like, you know what, at the end of the day, Sierra deserves a happy, stable relationship. She deserves a nigga who's like, okay. you know what, I'm not going to penetrate you until we're legally married. <laughs> I'm going to respect your if baby. That's what she I'm wants- going to respect you. Right. Niggas can call him lame or say he's boring or compare him to Carlton Banks or do whatever the fuck else. But you're talking about a woman who has dated Bow Wow 50 Cent and future right she deserves her white picket fence mm-hmm. and her black ken doll you don't know right. what's going on down exactly. there boyfriend. she's had enough <laughs> sierra has suffered she deserves. let her have this moment in let the sun her ha- her matching dreads and the baby's name is future his government no- <sighs> name she deserves and there's nothing two lames more than being around each other. You talk about he lame, okay? So she lame, and they love it. And you they know what? Each other's a couple of you bitches girl. should probably try a lame nigga too. <laughs> that way you wouldn't be writing letters in asking us about this nigga who done fucking keyed your mama's car, right? And and got you pregnant again, and you don't know what the fuck life means. Maybe right. you should date a nigga that's lame and not a nigga that's lean. <laughs> Sierra's joined the baby mama and posted bail at three thirty a.m. side of life. I'm she's not tired doing that. No, it. I'm not doing. She's ready for a man who is going to have Sunday dinner every dinner and Absolute. go to church and Bible study and, and all look, this and, t- and come take out, out the, the trash kitchen and not do drugs. And come out the kitchen with the aunties with oven mitts on. Yes. That's what that nigga is doing. Yes. He's bringing out the biscuits because he's making sure. Right. Because he loves his wife, but he's help. not a misogynist fuck nigga either. And he believes in helping out Sarah. with the child rearing and the shit going on around the house because the shit is supposed to be a partnership. Have all your the shit you niggas don't get. Prince. Have your escrow prints and and you do what you want to do. Right. I really, um, I don't know how much he appreciates an 808 base or, you know, (laughs) things that I feel like are, are 
very important for your musical career. I know that you say that you're working on uh, the album of your life. Uh, I don't believe that Young Metro trusts you, so I don't know <laughs> how that's going to work out. But yes, I'm, you, you know, I'm looking forward to giving you a fair shot. And I I'm am, really I genuinely will listen happy. To the, I will listen to the music, absolutely. I will always, you know, I don't know that I've gotten to the point where, yet where I'm just like, I'm not even going to listen to Sierra's music. Like, well, I'm not even going to see what it sounds like. I have to hear the list like. of who worked on it, and then I'll decide. Right. If you're going to be like, oh, Red One and Dr. Luke and oh, uh, no. Skrillex, then right. you can keep no. it because I don't <laughs> oh, want to God, Skrillex. I don't. I'm not interested. <laughs> Jesus. But I'm I'm always Woo. willing to give it a shot. I just don't keep yeah. my I, I don't get my hopes up. Right. Even though I don't care for Sierra as an artist, the fact that you niggas be hating on her just because you don't want to see her happy is so gross and just really whack. Like she just hasn't really done anything to anybody. Like and you over here mad really when in real life you can't get a girl anywhere near Sierra's level. Like in no way, in no form or fashion. You just mad on the internet. Okay. All right. You just gonna have to stay mad. That's it. What's next? <laughs> um, speaking of giving people a fair shot, Carrie Hilson has announced that she will be releasing a new album uh, sometime soon. Now, the album is called I Instantly Just Realized That It's Raining as we started talking about this. <laughs> um, you know what that means. God is crying. So the album is called Liar. Hmm. Which stands for love is a religion, and you 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 couldn't even get it out. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even get it out. Oh God! So that's the name of it. I think that <laughs> I think that she has like, <sighs> a single coming out called Again. <laughs> same question a lot of us had i'm so glad you're clearing this up right out the gate you know i'm i think that carrie hilson has has paid her flop dues i I think that we have had so many years of just (laughs) just destroying carrie hilson uh, just like for things like breath, um, existence. Mm. Um, she just would not hold that magazine. She just wouldn't do it. And it was just like, girl, just hold the fucking. And she just wouldn't just do it. The, I mean, and that just started this whole. It just started this whole thing, girl. Here we are now. It wasn't even that. No, I mean, it was definitely the turning me on remix that like really put the nail. That in wasn't the- even it for me. Remember what? Because I was like a huge Harry. Yo, I thing. remember. I remember when And the Beyonce said- thing was just like, girl, what? Mm. And I was still trying to like make it work, even though that's when I realized she makes poor decisions. Okay. And then she said something about hashtag team this, she started it, or everybody's doing it now that she did it or something. And I was like, what? <sighs> Shut up. Right. And that was like the beginning of my Carrie Hilson over it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember. But yes, I definitely think that she has been ducking, you know, low and Sergi Baca's uh, mattresses and things like that. And uh, just been living her life and getting laid and being pretty and... You know, mostly shutting her ass up. Yeah. I haven't wished Carrie Hilson will 
ill will in like three and a half years at least. I, right. I feel like it's been a minute. Right. I've been I over have. it. But not to say that I didn't have my moments of dragging that bitch by her fucking toenails because I did. Like, mm, you I mean, did But that was in the height of my standom when really I would tolerate zero Beyonce slander. So that was just a different time in my life when I just didn't have the patience for people like Gary Hilson. So... So um, you are willing to give this music a chance, I'm assuming, despite this previous Snowboys allowed business that she released. To I the think public. that Carrie Hilson is capable of making an album that I will like. I think that Carrie Hilson is capable of writing songs and using production to make an album that I will enjoy. She has done it before. I will say that maybe she can do it again. This is an, also a project that I am not holding any sort of expectations. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not uh, holding my breath okay. or anything for it. I will listen to it, and I think that it is possible I might enjoy it. <laughs> okay. That is all I can say. I'm willing to give Carrie Hilson a fair shot because I feel like we beat her ass up social media-wise for years. True. And she we just did. deserves maybe one listen. Um. So, I will partially agree. I will give Carrie Hilson a shot. On the condition that out of you, Asante, and Dustin, at least two out of three of y'all say yes, it's good. That's fair. I think that's I, more I have than to fair. run it through a filter first. I think that I'm that not is just gonna listen to it. Yes. Fair. I need cosigns from one of the three of y'all because you three actually did like her. I never did too much care for her. She was all right to me, but the first time I heard on the radio, I thought she was Rihanna, to be totally honest. Now <laughs> So I never did. I mean, she, I liked Knock She Down with Kanye. I enjoyed Carrie's little music, you know. Everything after she put out Fuck Me, Fuck Me, Now You Want to Fuck Me in the Street and all no, that. No, that album was pretty all over the place. I just didn't yeah. have time for that. And so, but her slandering Beyonce and doing all the shit she did with Beyonce, that was what made me really just close the door on her ass. So Many people agree. I'm, w- But I'm willing to listen. You have to also consider the fact that um, out of the three of us, um, if we were talking about an Azealia Banks album, mm-hmm. Asante and I would probably say, yes, it's good. That's true. I know that. But the thing is... Would you listen to it? I have already listened to it. And y'all have sat here and played me. I don't know how many I'm times talking about girl. another album. <sighs> when her next one comes out, if I like it and Asante likes it, you should listen. You should just listen to it. So the thing is, I don't like the mm-ts that she does. And I think that. that that's fair. Right. Not so, everyone likes that. Now, I'm no, I'm not going to listen to it based on whether y'all like it. I'm going to ask, do y'all think I will like it? And that at is least, fair also. Yes, if two out of three of you say yes, then I will listen to it. But if I know I'm listening to something that you're going to hate, why would I be like, it's so good? I mean, no, when you, you ain't have like recommended Cardi B's mixtape to me. I told you it was pretty no good. less than three times. Pretty good. Pretty good. And like Cardi. <laughs> pretty B. good. Yes. I'll stand by that. Did you listen to it? I have not listened okay, to it. But so, I have heard okay, two so of the then, songs right. and they were not I mean, dreadful. I'm just saying, I think she made her way up somebody's streaming chart or landed on Billboard or iTunes, something. I don't know. She was proud of herself on Twitter the other day. So I think she's doing pretty well. I'm just saying, if you listen to Instagram it. Instagram got music charts now? See, you think you are. Instagram so funny. has the Billboard. She is actually available for purchase on iTunes, but you can stream it on SoundCloud. Like it's you can go listen to it for free. It's on that piff. Like just I'm just saying listen to it. Take a little time out your day and just give it a try and see whether you like I it. I will do that. I'm not saying it's the best shit you ever heard lyrically or, you know, spitting wise, but she does all right and it's pretty good. 
Cardi B. Bro. I'm just saying, but you can't even judge it because you still ain't listening. Car Meanwhile, Carrie Hilson has given me no reason to trust her music at all over the past, I don't know, five years, eight years. I don't know. I even know how long it's been since she put out something I cared about. So, Chris Brown. Oh my God, this little fuck nugget. It's apparently um, getting ready to release a film. The film is titled Chris Brown, Welcome to My Life. <laughs> The official documentary. It is directed by Andrew Sandler. And it is produced by Riveting Entertainment. By Andrew Sandler. Is that a name that I should know? I don't know. Okay. It's not really a name that I know. But that's the person who's directing it. Whose name is Sandler? The famous comedian actor? Adam. Adam. Okay. Yes. Never mind. That is not him. I was thinking of Andy Samberg, but I was like, that's not right. That is incorrect, too. <laughs> so you're just really... Oh, my God. The other day, <laughs> like two weeks ago, I was at um, Apple, and I told one of the engineers that everybody up here looked like Adam Levine or Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> I Those people look completely different. Mark Ruffalo is what I said, but I thought of Adam Levine because I was thinking about the voice. But that's a totally different conversation. What? <laughs> I was just thinking about the voice because of something else I was thinking about earlier. But anyway. So this is going to be a movie. They all look like Mark Ruffalo. All the engineers. (laughs) They do. And they know they do. They laughed. Sweetie. Sure. Okay. Welcome to my life is the documentary with Chris Brown. Now, I have to see (laughs) Of course you do. Is it going to be in theaters? Because I'll go. I mean, if it is going to be in theaters, I'm going to. I want. I, I mean, have to everybody else's shitty life movie is in theaters. Miley Cyrus and all them other This shit could be on Snapchat. And I will watch all oh 2,000 God. seconds. You really going to sit there and hold your phone all that time? Now, it depends on. <laughs> now, you know what, Chris? What I need from you. I need, like, I need a, a trailer. I need, like, yeah. a super trailer. I need to something see. that shows me this has been produced. Right. And I'm assuming that that's going to happen at some point. I really need to see the trailer and not just to see the production, because honestly, I don't give a fuck if the production looks like Stevie and Jocelyn go to hell. It could be like, I want to know what he's spilling. Right. Like, I want to know which one, how many of your exes you're going to be talking cash shit about because you and your feelings. I want to see the white on the t- coffee table. Oh I want to see you cussing out choreographers. I want to see yes. your life. <laughs> like, yes. Because I'm confused. You know? I want to see scenes where it's like 3.57 a.m. and royalty is in the other room having a fucking meltdown. Right. And Chris is high off coke and, and trying to figure it out. turns over to tell her <laughs> to go f- and she's not there. And then he's like, oh, yeah. And then he gets right. up and then he goes she and does it. But then he like sings her a lullaby and then he starts to cry because he loves her so much. And it's like, that's the powerful moment. <laughs> So it's like, okay. oh, is he redeemable? And then it's just like this journey of up and down about yeah. like this lost soul and how he started like his, as a child star and right. lost his way through drugs and too much power and access and, and how he just completely and mental issues and has just completely like just like destroyed like right. his life in many ways and how he's just struggling to like get the public to trust him again but he's also like a really great talent but okay. he just can't get his shit together like I want for this to be like a roller coaster ride yeah. of his drama 
But what it actually sounds like it's going to be is a big promotional piece. And just like, I don't know if this is for like. For what? His like, album been out forever. No, not for like his album, but like. If it's not going to be what you're talking about, which is like an actual interesting documentary that most people would want to watch, it's going to be like, oh, look at my life. I go to the studio. I hang out with these people. I, I do this. Because he, like, he has to know. Don't nobody want to see that. Right. But then it's a matter of like, how deep is he really going to get? And then who are you really telling this story to? Because I feel like the majority of Chris Brown's fans already know every in and out of his everything. So like, Yeah, but a lot of for? other people may not. That's what I'm saying. Like, if, if I... All, no, all the shade aside. If I <laughs> okay, thank you for being real. If he is going, he if he's going to be really like authentic and transparent, I know he's not going to be like one hundred percent open about every single thing. Right. And that's fine. But the level of transparency that he's willing to to show in the movie is what's really going to sell it for me and probably a lot of other people. Right. I don't expect you to show us you changing your baby's diaper or nothing really crazy or, or stupid. I'm not expecting for this nigga to do a line on, you know, in the studio now if he did. I mean, wouldn't be surprised. Mine. No, I wouldn't be, but I would just be like, like show us. <laughs> like, I just feel like that's a violation of probation, or, which I'm sure he's on I mean, Obviously, somehow. he's not going to do that. I'm just saying, like, I even right. if he talked about drug use Right, if or he actually something. just talked about all the shit he's been through, I think that would be interesting enough. Like, just talking about the last just 10 years open. of your life, the shit has been crazy. Like, just talk. Like, But if you're like, oh, we leave in rehearsal and I'm about to go buy some Jordans and I just copped royalty this new fur. She loves it so much. Now we in the club and it's bitches. Right. Midnight, now we, we go to Waffle House. Because I'm still a regular ass nigga at the end of the day and I want my all-star breakfast with the sausage and the bacon. Right. And I'm just a real regular ass nigga and I rep LA even though I'm not really from here. I don't really want to see that. I don't want, right. That's, I mean, I'll that's watch what that. A, I, mm. And as long as you sprinkle some real shit up in there too because right. I want to see this movie right so like, yes give me a trailer let me know what you're going to be talking about in this but I'm I'm going to like I want to be optimistic for Chris Brown like I, t- I hold out this eternal hope that Chris Brown will get it together and will turn himself he's around. so young he is but I just feel but like he's back on drugs and <sighs> when his girlfriend left it, I, he Whoa. displays when his girlfriend left oh, you're not talking about Karuchi are you no I'm saying when his girlfriend left him and he's made many public attempts to get her back which obviously oh you mean like the, been, the stalking you, shit right and then like up. yelling her name out on songs and all kinds of random shit where people oh, are right. fucking sitting and watching her eat and waiting for her to leave so they can ask her will she get back to you know what I'm saying like right and she's let that girl move on Right, but it's not about that. Like Chris Brown's a regular ass light skin nigga with regular ass <laughs> light skin nigga ass feelings. No matter the fact that he can dance and sing and do all of these amazing things, he has tons of money. Like he's still a guy with a hard right. and regular ass feelings right. and shit. And I think that he's put so many of that shit on display. So that's why I would be surprised if he was like, "Nah, this movie's just gonna be about me going to Foot Locker." Right. And I think the reason I really don't like it is because I don't like fuck nigga behavior, which is what Chris exhibits a lot of the time. But at the same time, there are a lot of young men out here who act just like Chris Brown and maybe seeing something like this will help them visualize the exact same shit they putting somebody else through. Like, maybe it will bring some clarity to some young people and that, like, just, the, like, being able to see somebody on TV and be like, this is clearly not healthy behavior. Like, 
he's clearly struggling. Like, I hope he talks about the hard sides of everything that he goes through so that... Right. Right. Anybody like, else oh. dealing with the bullshit is like, okay, like, no. So it's just like, oh, I'm Chris Brown and I was born horrible and I, my whole <sighs> destiny was to just be terrible. You know what I'm saying? Like, No. You know, he makes <laughs> shitty decisions, obviously, but being right. super famous and having people in your business regardless definitely can't help. Right. So I'm interested in seeing how he's going to do this. You know what Sante said? That he feels like... Chris Brown is going to be like Bobby in that he's just going to be that nigga that's just like, oh, well, yeah, he can do this and that. But he's okay. always going to be just a little hood and not <laughs> there's no way to curb that. And oh. just like always just going to be a nigga. And it's just like, oh, that's Chris. Like he's I just, mean, and that's fine. Like I said, I'll wait for the trailer because I want Chris to do well. I just, you know, but I have my reservations because look at everything. Look at the past four years, please. Um, so there were rumors that Black China was pregnant with um Rob Kardashian. I didn't baby. believe it. But if you're waiting for your young Japan Kardashian, <laughs> you're gonna have to keep waiting because What is wrong with you? Cause I could just see it. Thailandisha. Oh my god. <laughs> Thailandisha. And they are going to be seething that that child's last name is Kardashian. I really don't. Like, I think that I would actually be surprised if she actually really did get pregnant and have a baby with him. You would? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I feel like she'll do it. Because she ain't got no kids, does she? I don't think she has any. Yeah, Black China has a baby with Tiger. What? All right, duh. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, I See how I be log, I log off of everybody's life. I definitely think she would have Rob Kardashian's baby. Absolutely. And nothing surprises me with them people. Absolutely. Just, you can't put one thing past I just, a Kardashian. It just feels too petty. It's like, it's it's Shit. so, it is so petty Shit. that it's almost like, like, nah, God won't let that happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, God's like... That's not how that works, unfortunately. Once that kind of petty is unleashed upon the world, Lord only knows what would follow. So many you know? women, this has been done so many times. This is nothing new. Like, she would not be the first or the last. I just feel like that kind of petty. It's fucked up. It's fucked up to fuck around with human life just to be petty. It is. But I don't put it past them people at all. Nope. Anyway, she uploaded some Snapchats and some Instagram of her flat stomach and her yoga pants. And basically, she, I guess, ain't pregnant. But she posted the first pictures that kind of looked like she was, right? It was almost yeah, like she it looked wanted like she people. she had a baby bump. So I think maybe she did that part. I mean, I don't. Of course, of course. They all, every time they name dies down, something happens to get people talking about them again. Anyway, she ain't. Okay. Moving on. Mariah Carey is apparently shooting a reality show that's not a reality show because she's Mariah Carey, but it is. Can you say something else about that? So Mariah Carey is working on a a show called Mariah's World. (laughs) It is an (sighs) eight-part... It is an eight-part docu-series that will air on E. All right. Girl. That's the end of the story. (laughs) She said, I refuse to call it a reality show. I thought it would be a good opportunity to kind of, like, show my personality and who I am, even though I feel like my real fans have an idea of who I am. A lot of people have misperceptions (laughs) about this and that. It's a reality show, sweetie. Right. You not want to call it a reality show does not make it not a reality show. (laughs) But... If it helps at all, 
I'm going to watch it. I mean, when you said docuseries, I had hope that this was going to be like a well-done production. It probably it was, will. No, but I'm thinking like some in-depth look into Mariah's life, like how things have changed since she divorced Nick and married this new billionaire nigga. I don't know if it's going to be that Right, deep. it's not going to Right, of course it's not, because Mariah Carey is not going to let E get that fucking personal, which is why I'm not going to watch that, because it's going what to I be saw, a reality show. What I read was that it's supposed to revolve around her like Vegas residency or something and it's kind of be like more of a behind the scenes of course of course her balancing work and like them babies yes and uh sparkling wine Mm -hmm. or whatever also known as a reality show so but you know what I don't feel the way about Mariah that I do like with Chris like I don't care about any of it I just want to see her be like a diva and glamorous even though we know that she's like Mm. At least 45% hood rat. <laughs> you know what I'm I, saying? You, you don't think hood rat Mariah will show up, though? You know, a little bit. It's not like she is afraid to right. let people know that she's got a hood side. That's just what mm. I like about her. Like, I like that she's over the top and extra and diva. I think my problem is that this is on E. And yeah. so I don't have any faith that it will be something that I will want to watch. I feel like I'll stream it. You know, okay. <laughs> um, I don't know that because I want to Because if this actually... was on pretty much any other network, I would be intrigued. Including, see, the problem... Including Bravo. The problem... Same. <laughs> the problem with watching E! is that I feel like uh, a commercial for other shows that come on E! will come on and I don't want to see that. Like, right. any opportunity Kardashian. to just not look at that would be greater for because me. Because that is the Kardashian channel. You watch anything on E! you will see a Kardashian commercial. And because I try to limit myself to their exposure, then I just... I don't watch that channel. I feel like there's going to be like a little one of those little tracker those lines at the bottom of like news networks yeah that's literally what they have it's gonna pop up during Mariah's show and they're gonna tell you like Kylie just bought some new Giuseppe sandals it pops up on every show we'll let you know (laughs) um go ahead keep watching I don't yeah but I'm gonna watch it um, of course you are because Mariah is a lot of fun (laughs) and I just wanna see her be Mariah I hope it's good but like I said I just don't think it will be because he is you know, it's. I mean, it's home to the Kardashians. There's proof there's trash. So. I mean, but it doesn't mean that they're going to be... I don't think it's produced by the same people. It could be something completely different. E did, like, uh, the I Am Kate show. And although Caitlyn is... <sighs> Caitlyn. What a sad example that is. But it was shot very differently. You know, it was like not... It wasn't like... Because the Keeping Up with the Kardashians show, when I would see clips of it, it looked like the real world or something. Like, the way that it's shot, Mm -hmm. it doesn't look like they have, like... No, it looks totally fake. Like, it just looks like everything... The quality of it. Oh, okay. I'm saying saying it looks like a regular at, like, the Bad Girls Club. Right. (laughs) But they're feel like they're wealthy, so I would think it would look a little glossier. But, like, Caitlyn's show looked a little bit more docuseries-esque, even though it was trash, but... It was sad because they had these, like, clearly intelligent and educated women people with different life experiences and all this here to tell Caitlyn like look girl it's great that you feel this way and you've come to terms with yourself but like your experience is so different from like basically everybody else's and still to this day this bitch is talking about endorsing who? When you when you Donald Trump not Donald Trump you can be the greatest artist ever if all you've got is rose art you just gotta work at rose art (laughs) Crayola may not be an everyday thing for you. So What is wrong with you? If all you have is a Rose Art <laughs> watercolor kit. 
then that's all you gonna you get is a waxy with. ass picture that don't really look all the way right. You right. But what can you do? You can only work with what you got. Absolutely. Kaylin only has <laughs> what can what I she what has. can I do with this? What can you even do with somebody who grew up rich and privileged and white in America? This woman is sixty. Something. You can't change I, this there's, person. I, there's nothing I can do. Please, here, so. please. Thanks you were for destined to me. be this way. Right. The thing is though. Kaylin has been invited to speak on behalf of trans people. And as a non-trans person, I try not to talk about their business. But Kaylin has been hired to be the face of, like, all these different brands. She's got, like, a Mac campaign coming out and doing some shit with, I think, Gap or Banana Republic, somebody. It was just, like, all of a sudden she's this, like, trans voice. And she's everywhere. Really, and people are asking for her opinions. Like, for what? Well, that doesn't really have, I think, that much to do with the community. I think it has more to do with... Um, with visibility and discussions from people and stuff like that because her having some shit with Mac and doing all of this stuff is like, oh, well, it will just lead to the discussion of, oh, she's the first trans face of this maybe or right. she, you know, spoke here and look at us embracing trans. Like, like, and I think I've said this before, I feel like past Caitlyn being Caitlyn that she kind of represents the community in a way. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people are using her and it may have, it would have been somebody else you know what i'm saying if rob yeah. had come forward and been like hey y'all i gotta tell you something it would have been rob you right. know so it's right but i, I know what you're i saying. just want to be clear that caitlin I was, i'm so happy for you and like i'm glad that she came to terms with herself and she's happy but she was trash before and she's trash now yeah you being trans and you coming out as trans did not change your trash status unfortunately because it almost seemed like it would it seemed like on that show she was going to actually listen to these people who are saying listen most trans girls are in a position to where they have very limited resources they have to do sex work for money like education is not available and she just acted like she could not understand that people have different lives than she does like she always ended up coming back around to judging people for being in the positions they were in that's like she's just such trash and i hate that she's being asked questions like she's important um okay so last one uh amber rose's feelings about why she and her new bestie are judged for being skimpy and, (laughs) you know, nude when Beyonce gets a pass. Now, girl, this is kind of, this is almost exactly what I was talking about in my read last week. I guess a couple of y'all were in your feelings about that. Oh, yeah. That's fine. I have just decided based on this, that I'm just, I, I don't care. I, I don't have a dog in a fight. I'm, I don't, like, right. I'm just, I think that you as a grown-up should be able to embrace your sexuality and your body and your whatever, right. however you want to. But I also think that there is a difference, there's a difference between being sexually empowered because you want to and being sexually empowered because you think you need to. If that makes sense. Like, I feel like there are people who are using their nudity and stuff as a business tactic. And it's not that there's anything wrong. I don't think that anybody is saying that there's anything wrong with it. I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that when people recognize that or acknowledge that, they're going to treat it as such. It's going to to be digested differently if first of all i have never seen beyonce's uh titties i have never seen beyonce's vagina 
have seen Beyonce's booty and some G-strings and a couple coochie cutters or whatever like that. But I have seen all four of your titties, all eight labia. I have seen all of you. And there's nothing wrong with any of that. If Beyonce was like, here is my vagina tomorrow. That's her goddamn business. But it's like you, how am I, I can't, you're not Beyonce. What do you, what? Well, for me, it was more like, on what planet do you live that Beyonce does not get scrutinized for being sexual? Because it's like every time Beyonce walks out the door, somebody got something to say about what she's wearing or whether she's being too sexy on stage or whether this is appropriate for her. Like, I don't even know where you live. Like, what the fuck your bubble is like to where you think that Beyonce doesn't get talked about for owning her sexuality. Literally everybody she does. absolutely does. So when I read that statement, I was just like, you sound like every other bitch who spent 30 minutes on, the, on Tumblr and decided you knew something and decided to start to start talking like I support Amber Rose and her her feminism and the fact that she wants to be seen as something separate than ex rappers baby mama or whatever like I totally get that but don't try to shit on another woman while defending some other bitch whose husband slut shamed Joe ass not even a month ago and now all of a sudden you best friends with this bitch like how about you turn around and ask for an explanation or an apology from the bitch whose husband is still clowning you to this day like this whole alliance don't make sense and then you brought Beyonce into it for what first of all you was wrong Beyonce always gets talked about you ain't google Beyonce and sexuality and see if you don't find a million and fucking one opinions on Beyonce's body and whether she should be doing whatever she's doing with it like I just don't even understand how you could be that fucking obtuse and be like oh well it doesn't happen to Beyonce bitch where like what and I thought you wasn't black anyway like so why do the opinions of these people in this community matter so much to you for somebody who denies her blackness, you care an awful lot about this shit. Like, you care an awful lot about the opinions of these people whose identity you claim to not share. I don't get that about you, Amber Rose. I don't understand the black part. Like, I don't understand how Amber Rose... You know what? I think the blackness ties into the fact that she brought up classism as a reason oh, that yeah, she did. Beyonce... Yeah, I'm talking about it from a racial perspective because she said something about it's classism that she and Kim are, like, not allowed to be sexual. But Beyonce is like, sweetheart, you were the only one of this trio who was poor. No shade. Kim grew up rich. Beyonce was very middle class in Houston. Her parents were earning you know more than enough money like you are the one who grew up struggling no shade because a whole lot of people grow up struggling but you're talking about classism like you and kim kardashian are in the same category even kim kardashian's entry into the entertainment world which really what parlayed her into stardom was that fucking sex tape even that was only allowed to elevate her career because she was a white woman like i don't know if you think you perceived as a white woman but your entry into society happened to be through Kanye West and so you were viewed as a rapper's girlfriend now Kim and the way she got her money up and her mama turned this whole company around the fact that they are white is the sole reason they were able to capitalize off that sex tape is true but don't try to act like you and Kim Kardashian are in the same boat and oh Beyonce's allowed to do this but we not like talent aside which we I'm not even getting into the whole talent aspect of it like it doesn't serve your argument to try to shit on Beyonce for being sexual when first or for owning her sexuality like it's okay for her to do it but not for y'all to do it like that that's that's not even what happens. So what are you even fucking talking about? I just feel like people are going to digest things differently uh. based on who it is and whatever but Honestly, I don't, I just don't, I don't care. I just, please, just, (laughs) like, whatever, put your vagina wherever you want to. I don't have any fucking kids 
to worry about seeing it or not seeing it. Like, all I have is a fucking dog and she doesn't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck together. Please, okay. everybody, just put your vagina wherever you want to. If it is talked about, if some other girl, if, if Abigail Breslin or or fucking the cast of Victorious or Sam and Cat or whoever, if they all have opinions on Ambrose Areola's next month, please leave me out of it. I don't want. I just I just don't right. care about nudity at all. I know what a dick looks like in a vagina. I know what titties look like. I know what a butt crack looks like. I just I feel like most other adults also do. And so none of these things make me uncomfortable. The frequency of how often y'all be posting these shits and doing whatever. Some of the time I have questions about that. I have questions about why there are so many like like uh, shafts and scrotums on my explore page based on niggas that I follow. Thank <laughs> you, you know so much you for Instagram so for now telling me who is following these hoes when I go to their profile <laughs> pages and stuff. I don't have a problem with it because I don't have a problem with sexuality or nudity. Okay. I know what a dick looks like and it's fine. But I also sometimes are like, hmm, why? You know, like, and I feel like it's fair to ask questions, but. I mean, I just don't think you can force us to care about every single thing you do and consider it to be some That's what I'm saying. Like, like, not that I feel a way about it, but like, I, I think Amber Rose's expectation is that she should be received the same way that Beyonce is not understanding that Beyonce isn't received that way because of her sexuality. She's received that way because of the amount of work she has put in and the place she has worked That's to That's what get. I'm saying. And she uses her sexuality alongside her career and that is a part of it. Meanwhile, you have always been known for your sexuality and your looks and that is the reason why you are not perceive that same way that's what i'm saying and that is fine because don't nobody give a fuck about that but it's just like what do you want for people to say to you past that like i don't i don't understand you put your titties on on the fucking internet in a bathroom mirror or whatever like like nudes tinder snapchat style nudes and then you follow that up talking about in my comments like lol like you want people to talk about this but then you want everybody to say something nice i don't understand i don't know i do know that a woman should be able to do whatever the fuck she wants to with her body and she should be able to love and do whatever the fuck she wants to also but that don't mean that i'm gonna care or be your cheerleader or whatever just be naked if you want to love and respect I truly just don't I don't have an opinion on Three y'all's nudity because I've just seen it so many times I think I commented doorstep. on Amber Rose nudes when I was like still new to them but like there's no reason for me to talk about something I see over and over again and you can't force the rest of us to care so singing sweet songs <laughs> is that it I'm finished all right let's take a break when you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. 
ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct. Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us, without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. So we're back and it's time for listener letters. It sure is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. You may just read it aloud on the show. Our first question comes from Sheba and she says, my fiance and I slash baby daddy have a great relationship and a one-year-old child. This was the first year that I could claim the baby on my taxes since she was born last year and my tax return was beautiful. I got back about $5,500 and I have a job and pay school loans, so I'm used to getting something back, but with the baby, Lord have mercy. The issue is that my baby daddy now feels like he should get half. Of what? Of her tax return, her $5,500. I'm not stingy or anything, but I don't know if I necessarily agree with him. First of all, I'm not planning to spend it recklessly. I paid off my credit cards, paid my medical bills, gave my parents a monetary gift for watching our toddler for free while we work all year, and I'm saving the rest for our wedding costs this year. He says that it's not all mine, but yes, yes, it is. We are not married yet, and we can share in this next year. What do y'all think? We're also taking a trip this month, and I am funding it by myself. I really don't think I'm being greedy since all the money is going to bills, our wedding, our baby, and our life. Also, on a semi-petty note, I just feel like after nine months of carrying our daughter and delivering her, I should be able to claim her on my taxes and nobody should have anything to say about it. Am I being stingy? Do I owe him anything? Thanks, Sheba. Well, I don't understand. I don't understand how you would owe him anything. Uh, well, I don't think like legally she owes. I mean, him. I know legally she doesn't. <laughs> right. I'm just saying how. I think he feels entitled might. because this child is biologically fifty percent his. So. Oh, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying I to make sure. I forgot you used to work in the tax else. industry. <laughs> oh, barely. But it does not work like that. I still feel. Like I mean, you know legally, I <laughs> your money. Like, I'm not even talking about like legals court stuff, IRS shit, tax stuff. I'm not talking about that at all. Okay. Even if you feel like, oh, well, I helped make this baby. What the fuck does that have to do with your tax? Like, that has nothing to do (laughs) with your tax return. No, no, no. And I'm not about to go spend this on some fucking Manolo Blahniks. Like, bitch, I'm not out here about to go and fucking buy me a new Louis bag. I'm spending this on us and our fucking baby. So... I don't right. know I guess what I you're don't, talking about. I don't really understand if he wants, you know, roughly 
what twenty seven fifty? Then what is he gonna do with it? Like, is he planning to go out and do something dumb? Because if so, then no, because y'all could be using that money to take care of the household. Exactly. Like, if you're using, if you want my money because you want to go, you know, throw some ones in your favorite stripper this weekend, <laughs> right? Or you know, go and buy some new J's or whatever. Absolutely not. Because what? <laughs> right. And then if you want to use the money for shit at home, for the kid, for, you know, whatever, for the wedding, all of that, that's what I'm going to do with it anyway. So I, again, don't understand how... <laughs> you get my money. It's it's my money. This is a conversation y'all should really be having in depth because m- money problems do not go away after you're married. That's what every married couple has every to- ever told me, and they fight about money constantly. So y'all might as well get it together now. But y'all can share in the tax return when y'all are filing joint taxes. Like as long as y'all should have separate them for what? Like he'll be all right. You being a grown ass responsible adult with the money. It's not like you out here acting ridiculous. Look, so. no. <laughs> no, and I. But and this I is her fiance. Like they're planning to get married. Like, right, meaning just around the fucking river bend, we'll have joint this and joint that, and that's when we'll discuss that shit, bitch. But as for to right now, and this this twelve month old, I'm sure it's more than twelve. This year old fucking baby. Yes. <laughs> and this well, like we, I already have a whole bunch of shit that I need to spend money on right now, and right. you're talking to me about half because you helped like first of all you did like a 16th of the work <laughs> keeping it real like, like in terms of the creation of this child you did nothing and probably even in the child rearing because even when like men try to help out when you first have a baby like it's just so much work on the mother like physically dealing with kids like but that don't even really matter because you can you are totally entitled to keep that money but i mean really even if that nigga was massaging her feet every single day and deliver the baby himself but i see why and, she wants to have like a real conversation because that's her fiance like they still no, together. that's fair i'm not right. saying that you should go and kick the nigga's ass or shoot a cardi b <laughs> mixtape cover and, and okay. completely make him your see, bitch you just be taking but shots i'm just at saying cardi b and like, she don't be doing nothing i just you. referenced the mixtape cover <laughs> but i mean it was good and ratchet it's excellent um yeah so. I've, it's your money trial yeah. and i don't imagine what he would want to do with it besides what you want to do with it anyway right and if he gets like crazy about this i think that's probably a sign that you need to look at that situation a little bit deeper but good luck to you i hope that your um relationship doesn't end up like a isley brother song okay so <laughs> i'm not even gonna ask this next question comes from um let's say isaac well no that's that's bad because that's a man's name and this is a woman i need a woman's name lisa rochelle rochelle so this is a little complicated but it's kind of a mess so Rochelle writes, my boyfriend is an amazing man. We've known each other for 10 years and have been dating on and off for pretty much the whole of that time. I'm already lost. (laughs) I'm 25 and he's 27. We've been very serious for the past three years and we moved in together. He has grown so much as a man in the past few years and our relationship has grown stronger. Mm -hmm. Last week, we had a very frank discussion about our future, marriage, kids and buying a house. We know exactly where we want to go in life and when and with each other. Every aspect of our relationship seemed perfect. Yes, past tense. You know the bullshit is coming. Last week, my man told me that he paid for sex on a guy's trip to Amsterdam. She's using British words that I don't feel comfortable using. So, but she said like lads trip and I just changed that 
to men, just so you know. She's like not from America. Because I think it's relevant. Because they just. 100% fine. <laughs> she put that in the title and I forgot to tell you. I will you. not find you for it. Okay. So anyway, last week he told me he paid for sex on a guy's trip to Amsterdam. We weren't together at the time. And this didn't really bother me too much because I guess this is what guys do on those types of holidays. What did get to me is that we have discussed that trip several times. And he told me he got a massage with a happy ending, but nothing further came of it. When I asked him why he lied to me, he said he didn't because the lady he slept with wasn't the same lady he got the massage from. So it didn't count. So oh, now so he's he, just letting it all out. The very next evening, he tells me that he actually paid for sex when back in London also. On his way back to the house we both live in from his cousin's home, he saw a number on the side of a phone box, called it, and went down to meet the lady and paid 80 pounds for her services. Then came home a year, or 80 euro, I guess. Uh, then came home a year ago. The revelation has completely blindsided me. I never in a million years thought he would cheat on me, and I certainly didn't ever think he would pay to do so. Apart from the emotional aspect, he said he strapped up, but he could have come home with anything. He apparently went to the clinic the next day and got the all clear. He apologized and said he never actually planned to tell me, but felt it was the right thing to do. He doesn't want us to have any secrets and said he intended for this to go to the grave with him as he felt very ashamed of himself. I don't know what to feel. We have a fantastic sex life and there are very few stones that have been left unturned, if you know what I mean. There is very, very little I wouldn't try and he knows this. Okay, all right, all right. She's making sure we understand that she's free. That's fine. And that's fine. Do you have a, does he have a problem or was it just for the experience as he said? Can I trust him? I've never had a reason not to. He seems remorseful, but this is just so unexpected. I don't know what to feel. Should I take it as poor judgment and move on? I get it wasn't easy for him to tell me, so should I be easy on him? Please help me. Oh, my goodness, Rochelle. I told you it was a lot. So, hmm. So, here's the thing. I don't remember if we said this on this show or what, but I have said before, like, cheating wise when it comes to forgiveness. I think it's only worth maybe considering if the cheater comes and is like listen I have to tell you a horrible thing that happened and breaks it down for you what you're saying that he did that definitely opens the door for right you know like okay how do I go about this now that means if you're like you know what I can't because I don't trust you or whatever that just needs to be it and that should just be fair if you consider forgiving him, I don't know that I would judge you for it, A, because I would have no room, and B, because Ooh, to be he was honest, you know, and that he came forward and said, look, I did X, Y, and Z. Him paying for sex, I don't know. Ooh, I don't know if that makes a huge difference to me. Now, if this is the thing that he is like into for some kind of reason where he might want to go and pay for sex because he pays for it like clearly he's not paying for sex because he does it he can't get any right um <laughs> obviously that's not it maybe it's easier than cheating by like going to find somebody who will sleep with you i don't know i really don't know i don't know but i don't know that i feel like that makes a difference in terms of how you should treat him or how you should decide what to do right I think that the whole, you said he got tested once, like the day after at the clinic or something. I think he should probably be getting tested more often than that if this is something he just does on a regular basis. Like, 
anybody who's sexually active should. But obviously, mm-hmm. when you engage in riskier behaviors, you should get tested more often. And so, like, other than obviously he's putting you at risk, I think your bigger issue is, like, do you trust him to not do this again? Because right. it seems That's like... Right, like he, you talked to him about the trip to Amsterdam, and he mentioned getting the massage with a happy ending, but didn't mention paying for sex. Why not? Like, why didn't he just say that then? Like, and I understand he's telling you now, and that's good, but do you really think the next time he goes on vacation, you're not gonna think, damn, he about to order some ass? Like, do you really? Are you gonna trust yourself? Are you gonna trust him? Like, because it sounds like you don't. It sounds like you're trying to tell us that. And that's the question in any situation where you are dealing with somebody who cheated on you and whether or not you should get back with them it's can i trust that you're not going to do this again am i going to have to worry or be you know thinking that this might happen again every time you leave the house or some shit like that because if that's the case i wouldn't waste my time right but it's on you so what you want to do the fact that he's done this multiple times like for me would mean that i'm not doing this again if i was to forgive a cheater then I feel like that's something I would do once <laughs> and not ever again after that. But everybody else's standards are, you know, their own. So you figure out what works for you and whether you're going to be able to trust this man to go out with his friends or just be around women and not and not cheat on you. Like, that's really a decision you have to make on your own. Like, and it may be hard to let go of a man that you have such a great sexual relationship with, but clearly dick ain't all that matters or you wouldn't be in your feelings now like clearly the emotional connection that the two of you share is of importance to you so if you can't trust him to be faithful to you in the relationship that you both agree to then i don't really see the point in staying but you know make your own decision and good luck to you i agree so hmm i don't know about this last one let me see well that makes me excited are you okay? I'm having some nature box. Yeah, I was gonna say, well, you sound depressed. Like, do you feel all right? Or are you just eating? You know, who knows these days? Okay. All right. So, do you want to do one more or no? Sure. All right. This one I haven't read yet. So, we'll just. Oh, God. I just, the last, I just saw the last sentence says pregnant females fighting on World Star. So, we just gonna have to pray. Great. It says, Dear Kiff, you're in Crystal. Oh, this is from Aisha. I am 23 years old and I have an amazing boyfriend. Some people would put a but, except there isn't one. I love my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. We live together with a one-year-old daughter who stays with, oh, with his one-year-old daughter who stays with us every other week. Be specific. I love them both and I let that be known. People who don't know the situation assume that she is my biological daughter and we do not correct them as we do not bring her mother up. The reason being is that she is a conniving person who has told my boyfriend that she cannot stand his very existence. I was trying to be okay with her so that I could keep the peace between the two, but that did it for me. She has kept him from seeing her because he informed her that paying both child support and daycare separately was causing a financial issue and that he was legally advised to stop. She does not inform him of the doctor visits or anything really. She took him to child support so that once my child is born, he wouldn't take care of her as well as he could take care of my stepdaughter. (laughs) Oh, my God. She has insulted me, and before anyone asked, he did put her in her place when she did that. She hates when I call myself a mother, and he has kept kept him from seeing her because of that, even though I am a mother. She keeps her from seeing his sister because they no longer tell her things she wants to know because of what she has said and done to us. Jesus. We took her to court for visitation 
prior to her taking him to court for child support due to the fact that she has denied him the right to see his child. This sounds like somebody I went to high school with. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. There's no line breaks here, so I'm struggling. She threatened to take... I don't want to put this innocent baby's name in here from him. She is just so evil to him. And it's to the point where if she wasn't pregnant by her boyfriend and I wasn't pregnant by my love, I would fight her. Even when we went to <laughs> Come mediation. On, my love. <laughs> Reading verbatim. Even when we went to mediation for visitation, she tried to deny all the proposed. All the proposed. See, this is what happens when she <laughs> when she opens up an email that she hasn't read yet. <laughs> this is what happens. She tried to de- she tried to deny all the proposed days until the lady told her that she either made a decision there or the judge will make a decision. You know, I'm ready. <laughs> so if you want to just stop. And since we, I feel like we deserve to finish. And sure, since we sure. Have, the people are home. I'm just gonna I'm gonna put my finger up. And since we have evidence against her, she did not want to do that. I just want to know what I should do. I just want to know what I should do. That little girl means everything to me. She even calls me mom. She's one, but I think she knows what she is saying because the first time she did it, she looked at me to see what I would do. I said, what? And she smiled and continued to call me mom. (laughs) I love her so much. And I just wish her mom would shut up and just let us live. Please help before you hear about two pregnant females fighting on World Star. With love, Aisha. Well, at least it didn't really happen. Right. I'm so glad you restrained yourself, Aisha. (laughs) Um, my apologies for not proofreading your letter. Um, and I, <laughs> you know, I think I'm just a little bit, I think I'm flummoxed. Kifiri, what do you have for Aisha? You know, I'm really sorry that I'm smacking and stuff. You know, I promise I have home training. Um, <laughs> I'm just, you know. I mean, when the nature box is right in front of you. <laughs> there are 18 bags in here. Right. We got a giant shipment. We just, we've been eating for hours <laughs> now i just need like a quick like a refresher on the timeline so the baby is one yes she's pregnant yes and so she, is the other one did we get a timeline of how long she's been dealing with this nigga no but they live together and i can't imagine but he they, had a baby a year ago with this other girl right so either they haven't been together a whole year yet or he cheated on her and had this baby but she's pregnant about him now regardless or he left the girl when she was pregnant. I'm okay. just trying to get a, like a feel. Right. Because my thing is like you're dealing with like the crazy ex, baby mama, or, or maybe petty is the word I should use instead of crazy because there's three, four sides to every story. Right. But Child. it's like, did you find yourself in this situation? <laughs> or did you just be like, Nah, but I love him because mm. I always caution y'all not to deal with baby mamas, men whose baby mamas are their children are under the age of five. Just it always What's ends up advice? being a volatile relationship, like the the emotions and all that, the it hormones just... and everything. The child is one, like, and both of you are now pregnant again. Like, it's Jesus. only been one season of Game of Thrones <laughs> since I made this nigga's baby. And this, and you talking about this is your love, girl. And here you are about to have a baby with him too. Like feelings, so shit gets passionate. You know, I feel like. I'm obviously, again, not going to advise you to put your hands on anybody. Absolutely not. And this isn't even a situation worth putting. Like, I wouldn't not even. Not at all. It's this not ain't even, even something to fight over. This is stupid. Right. But if you have done all that you can, um, 
I feel like that's pretty much it. You know, like if you're trying to take the high road, you're trying to be uh, fair and mature and you're not receiving that back. It's just kind of like, what else can you do? Right. Obviously, I think that you and the the two of y'all ladies Mm -hmm. should have little to no communication with one another because mm-hmm. there's no real need to. But y'all do need to get... No, y'all do have to get along because your children are siblings. No, I'm not saying get along. Oh. I'm not saying not get I'm saying that y'all don't need to y'all have don't any to kind of back right. and forth exactly. or any exactly. unnecessary conversation or exactly. anything like that. You do need to be cordial. You do need to find a way to get along so that the kids can't... Don't... You have all that drama and shit. Like, that's absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. But And y'all you are young. She's 23. You can't... Oh, Jesus. Like, What? <laughs> Oh my god! And my mama was like, my thing. My mother was like a year younger than that when she had me, and she was just, just like super normal, <laughs> like <I> just <laughs> like. But whatever. But your mom is, you know, exceptional. <laughs> Traditional and born like way before the, the traditional Snapchat Jamaican era. young lady, right? <laughs> she had her life right together. Hopefully, the water is running <laughs> from that river out back. Amen. Um. So yeah, I feel like y'all have to try and find, but you can't like force her to be on the same page as you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if she's just not willing to put the petty aside for the sake of the kids and stuff, y'all, you just gotta try and cut off any talking or whatever as best you can and get him to to handle that shit with right. her. Right. Right. Your role here is to support your. I guess you perceive that this your is love. your role to support your love. I would call him. It, so anyway, she said love. She did. She so said, I'm going to say right, love too. Right. So you you right. You're here to hold down your love. That is what you are there to do. Andrew hip hop. However, you have to understand that that man is the common bond between you and that woman, and therefore his issues with her, as it pertains to their child, are not your issues. Like you can speak to him within the comforts of y'all home about how you feel about whatever, but any disrespect and all that, all that needs to go through him. You talking about fighting her? That should never happen. Like that shouldn't even be on your radar as as a pregnant woman. Like that shouldn't even be. Y'all shouldn't even be having that much interaction with one another. Like, I understand you feel very strongly and passionately about this and you love this little girl so much and all that, but that is still that woman's child. And when you give birth to this child that you have with this man, you will understand exactly how she feels. And, you know, I hope you don't end up in her exact same position, but, girl, a nigga who had a baby a year ago and is in... (sighs) I mean, honestly, I pray for you because that just... I just don't. Ooh, at least they'll like grow up in like the same fashion eras and like. <laughs> I mean, but right, you you so angry at this lady. Y'all song. have to. The three of you have to be able to peacefully coexist because now you have these children in the mix who didn't ask for none of y'all's fuck shit, and y'all have to be able to get along. Like they, they're siblings. They gonna grow up together. Like so, y'all gonna have to figure it the fuck out. Everybody or it's involved. It's gonna be like this season of the Bad Girls Club. Everybody involved is going to have to mature. How does the Bad Girls Club keep getting me? <laughs> now they got all of these fucking Because up there's something there. so entertaining about watching people just like deliberately and recklessly fuck somebody else's shit. Oh, but up. like now it's like deep. Like there's this couple on like oh, I don't oh. there's like these two sisters on there and one of them's a stud, but they're both oh, gay. God. <laughs> 
Oh shit! And then like the fem one has like like stage three cervical cancer, oh, so it's like damn. devastating, and everybody's in the house crying. But then also apparently like she and her sister have had like some kind of an incestuous like relationship what? they're going to reveal later on into the season, so like, and that's nothing. Oh and there are sisters God. on there with with one of the the daddies abused the other one, and and then the family got divorced, and oh, the sisters got split up. What? And then they're like boxing over Patron at the same time. Oh, so it's still like, bad that's just girls the club. Back Drop to all this deep shit. Oh, I it's thought good it was now. like Bad Girls Club therapy or something. So it's still yeah, it's like a mix. Okay, <laughs> it's like family therapy and fighting. And so even though they're in therapy, they still live in they this house. They still fight and, and, and throw ass. each other's clothes down this. Oh, okay, the so steps. I need to put that on my DVI. Then. Oh, it's lit. Okay, because yeah. that sounds good. And the stud is fine, but also like I. But geez. like, I mean, are you fucking your sister? Like, did that happen? Are they identical twins? Like, do no, they I don't share think, the same DNA? I don't think the, the gay sisters are, are twins. Because I wonder... But they have the same daddy. Wait. Excuse me? Like, they have the same dad, but I think they have separate... Why are we talking about the bad stuff? They have the same dad, but I think they have separate, oh, different moms. you said they were sisters, not twins. No, there are some twins on the show. Okay. But the, the lesbians... I thought the lesbians were twins. And I was no, like, they're not the twins. Fuck? Oh, okay. They found out that they were sisters when they were, like, teenagers or something like oh that. But then God. I think that they did some freaky weird shit together. We're going to find out later oh, on in the season. Oh, see, no, that but is disgusting. But either way, the stud is real, real fine. Oh, uh, really? Is she white? Is that the white? No, they black. Oh, so now I do need to look. And the femme one is really pretty, too. Well, hold on. What's her name? I'll Google it real quick. I think her name is Diamond. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? <laughs> so we're going to take a break, and we'll be back. Hey, guys. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things, depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. All right. So we're back and it's time for the read. It is. And I think you should go first since I don't really have a read. But if you want me to go first, that's, that's fine perfectly too. fine. I feel like today's episode is super long unless you. Is it super long? I don't, I don't know. know. We just be in here. I don't. The thing is, mine is also kind of positive. So maybe I should save it for the end because. Okay. Oh, no, I'm totally going to go. I'll go first. Okay. I just wanted to finish my cash. <laughs> Why didn't you just say that? Because I would have gave you a minute. Um, Them fucking sriracha cashews. Them sriracha cashews not going to make it at this studio. It's like... <laughs> just can't stop eating them. It's like if Flamin' Hots had a cousin that, like, was, like, r- like real... 
like earthy. Yes, exactly. A vegan and you, cousin. And was go right and live longer. <laughs> a friend cousin. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's the friend flaming hot. It is. They so fucking good. Anyway, so Alright. Not super deep. Last Saturday, Ariana Grande was on Saturday Night Live. Now this is not really about Ariana Grande because why? But Okay. Um she was in a sketch. First of all, I think that not like really a huge Ariana Grande I fan. I'm almost thirty, and <laughs> you know I think that she's she's talented and she's really really cute. Um, and she does really great impressions. Um, she does. They like are excellent. Really great impressions. She sounds like people. She does a good job of that. Except Whitney Houston. Oh well. She just sounds like Ariana Grande singing a Whitney Houston song. But how can you hold that it's against Whitney. her? I'm right. Like, no what are you one. gonna do? Who, right. Um, so anyway, she did a skit um, that was kind of like based in the title offices. And I guess the premise of it is like all of these different artists' pages start going offline on title. And Ariana Grande plays like an intern or something that they have come in and sing the like these artists' songs in their place or whatever. Some of the shit. Right. Whatever. And so she does like... Britney Spears, she does Shakira, she did Celine Dion really well. That's when she did Whitney. But she did Rihanna and she uh work, right? Uh-oh. And essentially that was just her swinging her hair around and going, and then being like, I'm sorry, I don't know what she's saying. And then Keenan's like, don't worry, girl, nobody knows what she's saying. Uh, yuck. And so, okay. I just want to say that I think sometimes people should be reminded that English isn't the language of the world. American English certainly isn't the goddamn language on, of the world. And actually, people in English-speaking countries outside of America almost always speak better English than Americans do. Um... <laughs> Now, I mean, just being real. There are many different dialects that are still a form of English or that are English. Like, English doesn't just sound like one thing. The same way that you can go to New York and then over the bridge in Jersey and someone's English is going to sound different. Or I can go to fucking Atlanta or I could go to fucking Houston or I could go to New Orleans or I could go to Chicago or Boston right. or I could go to L.A. and people's English will sound different. It's the exact same thing. If you go to the U.S. goddamn Virgin Islands, people there will speak English but it's not going to sound like your fucking English from Delaware or <laughs> <laughs> wherever the fuck it is that you're from you know you're gonna go to Jamaica it's an English speaking country England fucking owned it they can speak better English no one goes to school in Jamaica or in Barbados or in the Bahamas and they're not taught Jamaican which isn't a language <laughs> right. by the way right um, but I just kind of find it a little off putting and sometimes yes offensive because while I didn't understand every single thing that Rihanna said in that song I did hear the first time and kind of caught on to a lot of the things that she's saying. Now, I understand I was raised by Jamaicans. I have, you know, Bayesian people in my family, Trini, Bahamian people. I lived in the Bahamas during Hurricane Andrew. Like, I kind of get the West Indies. (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? And while different people on different islands also have different accents and ways that they say things... I think that it's rude or it's just kind of I'm I guess just it's annoying 
when you hear people say shit like nobody knows what they're saying no bitch you don't know what they're saying like what are you talking about so it's not even just that you're saying oh well this is hard for me to understand it's also like you're you're doing all of this and like making a mockery out of the fact that you don't know what this person is saying because it's in a dialect or in a patois or whatever that you don't understand. And that shit is just like, it's dumb. It's make, it's almost like you're trying to, I feel like Sofia Vergara once said some shit like this or, or somebody about accents and how people feel like if you have an accent from another place that they kind of just perceive you as, as dumb right. because you don't sound like whatever an average and Amer- American accent is. Mm-hmm. And so I just be seeing little shit like that all the time. Or sometimes like when I would be growing up, I would hear a reggae song or a dance song would come on or soca or whatever. And I would have friends that grew up here, black as me, mm-hmm. and would be like, oh, I don't even know that. They know what nobody knows what they're saying. I don't hear this shit. What are you talking about? And I'm sitting here like, I I know what they're saying. Like, I'm sitting here singing along to the song. I, I understand it. So what? So you just feel like because this is something that's not a part of your culture or you right. can't understand it, right. that you should just cast it to the side. It's just, it means nothing to anybody because it's not American. America is not Earth. Right. Like, So get, you can just pretend it's gibberish because it's not in what you would listen to or what you can understand. Isn't. Like, girl. And sweetie, every week I will do this if I have to. G-O-O G-L-E dot com. And you know what? I'm going to go a few different routes. Mm-hmm. B-I-N-G dot com. Okay. Y-A-H-O-O dot com. It took me a minute. You know what? You can just get on any one of those, actually. You can go to Google and put in search engine. Mm-hmm. And Google will be like, well, here's some other hoes. They ain't me. But you know what? <laughs> you could just say, hey, Siri, and then ask your question. And you... And Siri will do it for you. And Siri will do the remainder of the work. <laughs> so I just don't feel, I don't understand why we keep walking down this this same road. Like, don't you want to go anywhere else? All you have to do is look it up. That's all I'm saying. But if you don't get it, you don't understand, that's fine. It's plenty of things that, you know, like, for instance, I'm not a huge fan of reggaeton music. I listen to a lot of genres of music in languages that I don't know or understand. Right. Reggaeton, for some reason, to me, I just... I don't I don't like it. I don't yeah. like the way that it sounds or whatever. I'm just not a fan. But Is I'm this not like gonna a say controversial thing to say as a person of Jamaican descent or nah. No, because reggaeton is not a Jamaican genre. I mean, it has similarities in terms of of instruments and or instrumentation, as maybe like dancehall music does, mm-hmm. but it's in Spanish. Oh, okay. Oh, got it. Reggaeton. Reggaeton music. <laughs> where got, we live. You gotta walk with me sometimes, right? You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming up here was my first time being exposed to a lot of stuff that was not American, and I will fully admit that I had some like hidden biases and shit that I hadn't didn't even know I held until I moved here that you know, I had to work like, on getting over that's like barbershop music oh okay like, oh this so was literally what we hear oh uh, yeah like <laughs> so that's what, okay, okay. There was, there's like Remind a mixture a of later. different like types of like Spanish yeah. versions of I know of, exactly what you're talking about you know about. and sounds and whatever but um 
I'm not gonna say, oh, well, don't nobody know what the fuck they saying and all this shit sound alike, bitch, turn this shit off. Right. Or I'm not going to like disregard it or act like it has no value to anybody because I don't get or it. Or act like your culture is a joke because I don't understand it. Which right. is like, white people love to do that bullshit. Like, oh, haha, we don't get what she's saying, so let's just. So it's just stupid. I don't have any goddamn uh, Like, okay, girl. But had uh, all you ashy hoes out here in red, green, and gold tired. goddamn wristbands in the early 2000s because you bitches thought that you were goddamn damn Sean Paul mm-hmm. talking about that's right? the Jamaican colors and they are not Jamaican colors for the God d- listen <laughs> they're not Jama- Google I'm not even I'm not even I'm Google but why do people Google love it. to take like the dance or the food or like the fun of a culture the and then out. pretend like the people don't exist or they don't matter or and then the when the picture don't it ain't important when we're like Hey, girl, so here we are. This is our shit, and this is how we feel about it. It's yeah. like, oh, girl, shut up. Like, we're just having <laughs> fun. Why can't we just do what we want? Right. I heard about a Mexican restaurant, I think, in Texas or Arizona that straight up said we're not serving Trump supporters because if you believe we should be deported, then no tacos for you. Like You get none. And these white people are pissed, and they're just like, what are you going to do? What, what exactly are you going to do? <laughs> Besides, take your ass on down to the local grocery like, and go get something out of the frozen food aisle. Why people be inventing ways to feel oppressed? But I see what you're saying. Like that, I wasn't watching SNL, but you know that's tacky. That's I don't even know how I got. No, you know what? I saw the, I saw that clip online the next day because mm. I saw people talking about her Jennifer Lawrence impression, which was really funny. And so I decided to watch the other skit too. And I, I was saw surprised her. at how good Ariana Grande is at impressions. She's like, really good. So if, if her album flops, at least she can always, you know, she could be a voice actress, definitely. Or for she could sure. just do impressions for a living. I feel or she like, could like model lip gloss. I mean, I just want ponytail. She can take that ponytail down. Listen, nobody's edges are that fucked up. Now, listen, girl, I believed you at first, but take. If you have to start from scratch and just shave it off, you have the face yeah, for it. Yeah, I mean, why not? But just don't Cut it off. Wear a short stop. thing. Just say you like the fucking ponytail, sis. Do like a pixie or something until you can get, <laughs> you know, everything in order so that you can just wear a normal, non-thin men ass haircut. <laughs> okay. So, anyway. Is that it for you? I'm done. Okay. So, this story that I found about earlier today actually made me emotional. <laughs> which is what made me feel like I should talk about it because, like, I actually like felt tears come to my eyes when I was listening to this podcast. Oh God. It's by no, it's not like a sad story. But it's by uh Radio Lab, uh by WNYC mm-hmm. and this episode is called Debatable. Have you heard about it? No. So it's the story of Ryan Walsh and then also a little bit later on Elijah Smith, but they became the first black people or the first black debate team to win I think two debate tournaments at like the national college level in the same year. And they did it by embracing their blackness. Like, I think seven or eight different people emailed the inbox telling me about the episode of this show because it's amazing. Like, this young man was in school in Kansas City or St. Louis, something, I think in Missouri or Kansas, one or the other. They all kind of run together to me. But the point is that he was pushed into debate. I don't want to give it all away, but he was pushed into debate by a teacher and ended up getting really good at it, learning the ins and outs of it. And then he learned to embrace his queerness and his blackness and turned the debate world into a place that and into a platform where he could say, why aren't more black voices here? Why is this 
institution set up to keep us out like because I'm thinking about back when I was in high school and there was a debate team but it was like all white it was like super preppy it was the kids whose parents were into like politics and shit right it just didn't even seem open or accessible to everybody else now I've come to find out there's a whole like black student debate network and they're at all these different schools and black kids are getting more and more into debate but these two specifically like embraced their they took the the all the things that made them different and used that passion in the debate. Like they break down how these three different components of a debate is how you win one and how the passion behind what they were saying could not be denied. Like they had their facts together. They had their research. Their shit was educated. Like they made their points and all that. But really utilizing the passion and letting the pain of their experiences come through like is what really helped them to succeed. And make all these huge like leaps and bounds and do all these amazing things. So I just wanted to share that information. Obviously I don't have a read this week because I just don't, but that episode of that show, like I was on my way here and like in tears on the train. And you know, I typically don't have feelings about anything, Anything. no, because I just don't believe in that. But listening to these kids, it's like listening to us. Like, cause he's in this, he's in the interview, like in the studio with these people Um, at WNYC and they're talking to him about the experience and he's just like he sounds so much like we do and it just made me so proud of him so I want to say again shout out and congratulations to Ryan Walsh and Elijah Smith and everybody go listen to the most recent episode of Radio Lab called Debatable it was phenomenal and their story is incredible and I feel inspired and I want to like know them it's amazing so go check it out all right, well, that's the show. That is. That wraps up this episode of The Read. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and everything else at This Is The Read. Um, and check out thisistheread.com for links to everything we do and all our upcoming shows. Kefir, you have an announcement this week? Um, no. Oh, a few last-minute tickets have just popped up for the Toronto show. So thereadlive.com, if they aren't sold out by the time this airs, um, if you weren't able to get a ticket to the Toronto show, a few more have just been released. So, again, thereadlive.com. We will see you guys this Friday. That was for people who listen early. <laughs> Amen. Those are for the ones who sit up and wait and be, like, refreshing SoundCloud and iTunes. Like, it's coming. It's coming. I see y'all in the comments every week. Anything else? Or we got an acronym? Are we done? Um, <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> No, I don't think that I have anything. I just want to say, you know, good luck to these girls in their new journeys. Leave Beyonce out of it. Don't fight while pregnant. And yeah, I'm done. All right. We'll see you all next week. Don't forget to check out our sponsors over at Vice and their brand new network, Viceland. We told you guys about the great shows we love, like Weed Kit and Gaycation and Noisy. Check your local listings. Find out where it is on your cable platform. Go to vice.com and find it in your area. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, 
Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.